Hey everyone, and welcome to Jace's Movies Podcast. I'm Jace, a geeky fangirl who shares my decades of knowledge and love for the movies. So let's delve into the entire cinematic experience, history, and more. Grab your popcorn or a snack, and let's start the show. So let's discuss Loki, the Marvel Universe Studios TV live action series on Disney+. IMDb gave it 9.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 96%. And 94% of Google users that rated it liked the show. The first episode aired June 9th, 2021 with many more to come. The cast is amazing in all of their roles. All the different personalities show up in the TVA, as well as some other quick blips of characters that might keep our interest. The first episode starts off with almost a recap as to what happened at the end of Avengers Endgame with Loki sealing the Tesseract. Now, if you haven't fully seen a lot of the Loki stuff, then you can watch Thor, Thor the Dark World, Thor Ragnarok, Avengers, as well as Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame to catch up on what's going on. You can also watch the Marvel Studios Legends on Loki and the Tesseract. It's interesting that the TVA had not been mentioned before, although I guess they just played more of a in-the-background type, and most people probably don't even notice that they're around, except Loki loves to look at all the little instances and all the little details. So I love how he picks out the smallest thing, and of course, being super intelligent, he also notices many things that others don't. The graphics, especially when Loki gets hit with the slowdown of time baton and the rippling of his mouth, it's hilarious. And that's part of Loki's charm. Now those timeline resetters play a big part in this show. So we definitely want to pay attention to how those are working. However, I am a little questioning as to why the smoke or the magic goes from orange then to purple because I know the infinity stone the time stone is green although we do find out a little bit more about whether the infinity stones work or work not with the TVA but I guess they have completely their own power from the timekeepers now spoiler alert he's first walked into the TVA and he's shown that circular desk It's funny how the TVA has a mixture of old 80s look technology or even 70s look of decor. But of course, everything is a lot more futuristic with their technology. But did you guys catch the scroll that was at the desk? Oh, we are getting all into the universe with this show. Now, we saw the scrolls in Captain Marvel. We know that some of them are working with Nick Fury, but obviously not all of them were doing the right thing. That little reverse button is super cool. And of course, poor Loki gets it all episode long. 
However, if somebody has that kind of technology, I would love to have that as a parent to just be able to put my kid back in their place. It would be funny. But for those of you who love Tom Hiddleston, like myself, and the fact that we don't get to see enough shirtless heroes, we do get to see a little shirtless Loki as well in this episode. Though the machine doing the, I guess, removal of his Asgardian leather does kind of remind me of (laughs) when Stan Lee had all those machines to give Thor a haircut and Thor Ragnarok. And it's so cute to see all these different um, beings with different personalities, including the robots. We also get to see a cute little cat. I wonder if it's the same alien cat that was in Captain Marvel. Cats are shown all over the MCU as well as being personality characters. And they definitely are good judges of character in my opinion. The 70s technology or 80s technology of that dot matrix printer. I'm sure a lot of you younger viewers don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) But it was definitely very annoying and took a long time and couldn't use any color. Um, But it's something we all first started to use in the office long, long ago. With Loki continually falling through what looks to me like an elevator room, definitely reminded me of Thor Ragnarok when he was falling through time to go see Doctor Strange and he was fell down he's like i've been falling for 30 minutes loki gets a picture of his temporal aura which it shows lots of different colors but mostly red and orange red is for passion physicality strength determination groundedness but then there could be some hints of orange which is definitely also loki excitement vitality thrill seeking leadership and confidence then he gets taken into what looks like a 1970s DMV. Yes, take a ticket. Go through the spinning security wheel that's going to count how many people have gone through and wait your turn at the desk. There is a poster of a large shape of an eye that says everything here is watched and recorded. The poster on the other side of the entrance says, Behave or you will have your clock cleaned. (laughs) Oh, I remember that saying when somebody would try to punch your lights out. You would clean your clock. When Miss Minute starts her little video about the history of the TVA, did anybody else think it was a little bit of a reference to Mr. DNA? video that was in Jurassic Park, or maybe even the Nuka-Cola that is in the Fallout Shelter games. So, (laughs) super cute. It's funny. She's got a southern accent. Now, the timekeepers are mentioned in many comics of the MCU, mostly in the Thor comics and in some of the Avengers comics. And that war there she is mentioning is because the there's a group called the Time Keepers, and then there was another group called the Time Twisters, who would, of course, try to twist time and change it the way they wanted to. And I guess 
in this current timeline for Loki, the timekeepers are the ones in charge. I guess they're the ones holding the power right now. But I think, spoiler alert as well, is why later on in the episode when we learn about Loki or a different multiverse version of Loki being the villain that they're actually trying to go after I wonder if he's working for the time twisters which would be the whole thing so I hope they do refer back to these guys and keep it going now when we were shown the possibility of multiverses in Spider-Man into the multiverse. I know it's a cartoon, but it was super cute and it does refer to so many other comics, how it showed that there were many different types of spider beings, because even one of them kind of looked a little bit to me like a porky pig meets Marvin the Martian. <laughs> if you guys have seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But this way, um, that would be another explanation or a couple of different Lokis not necessarily being the exact same Loki from a different timeline. So Miss Minutes also just explained that they took Loki and put him back to the tower, the Avengers Tower, and I guess he was captured by Thor and taken back. So the one that's here at the TVA is separate from the one that finishes, or I guess leads us into Thor the Dark World and Ragnarok. And that's exactly how they're able to show him his future activities that he sees in the time theater. But because they put the original, I guess, life form back to where they were supposed to be in the timeline that's exactly how they can be erased from the TVA and did anyone else notice the sign behind the guy behind I guess the counter it said zero tolerance so I think Loki not only seeing that other man completely disappears to why he kind of started watching his P's and Q's until he could try to make his escape the clock on the wall also had many different arms, so why even have a clock if time doesn't really work the same way at the TVA? <laughs> now the new logo in the opening sequence, I guess for the show that really doesn't show up until minute 12, is the different characteristics of Loki and of course using different fonts from all over the place. Anna shows to me with the multiverse of the different Lokis and the possibility of different Lokis being elsewhere in the universe. Okay, so 1549 France, we meet Mobius, played by Owen Wilson, which is awesome. I love his comedic timing. I love his lines. The word Mobius is actually a math term. It means a one-banded loop that has a curve in it or a twist in it, almost like an infinity sign, but it doesn't cross over itself, which is another reason that he was created by the TVA, and that's part of what he does, so he can keep that loop of time going. We find out that the Minutemen who were the ones who work for the TVA and in their groups 
their squads, if you will, that many of them had been killed at this spot. And the little girl points to the stained glass architecture and picture of what kind of looks like a devil because he's red and he's got horns. Loki or a character show up differently in different multiverses. Or he's also shown himself to be the devil at the same time that Thor and Odin and other ones were visiting the Earth realm as well. Because we know Loki likes to play on words and to dress up and change his appearance. So I wouldn't put it past him that in 1549 France, where they are very Catholic, in order to project power and fear and all these other things that he's trying to achieve, that he would disguise himself as the devil. And the fact that those Minutemen were stabbed, Loki uses knives. He doesn't carry a hammer like Thor or a shield like Captain America. He's always using knives, so that's definitely his weapon of choice. Now this kablooey gum is blue. Um, It's also known to explode, so I don't know why he would have given it to a child, except for maybe he gave a small piece. I don't know. Maybe he had a defective package of gum. But the kablooey gum is not only blue, the package is blue and has a picture of a cartoon frost giant on it. So yet another little nod to it possibly being another version of Loki. Okay, the TVA approved of the Avengers going back in time, stealing different stones so that they could reverse what Thanos did. Then yet Thanos was able to also time jump and they had this big war. And we see on their little screen monitors that the variants in the branch going off of the sacred timeline doesn't really allow for a lot of time to go by to pass before they have to reset it. So how is it that the TVA allowed Thanos to snap half of the universe and it was that way for five years, at least on Earth? So maybe, I don't know, since time works differently in the TVA and maybe in other universes, it went by faster? Uh, They still got me a little confused on that one. It's so cute to see him try to use his powers. And of course, the guard is giggling. And then he says, don't rush me. It, uh, <laughs> you know, poor, poor men in, in trying to, to do things they shouldn't be doing it. I love that the TVA has strong women in charge. Let me just say, it's so cute to put some of these mischievous men right in their place. I'm also with Loki. I thought we had free will and could make our own destinies and choose our own path. I know this is not reality with the MCU, but it seems kind of difficult and kind of far-fetched to me to see that all of a sudden that these timekeepers really are controlling every little thing of 
everyone across the universe? I mean, obviously they can't. That's why people end up being late for work or starting an uprising. So I don't, what kind of power issues do they have and control issues do they have? <laughs> With Loki saying he's going to burn this place to the ground and Mobius saying, I'll show you my desk. You can start there. And then says that Loki can definitely burn down the nightmare division is hilarious. Now the TVA community and the way it's designed and set up definitely reminds me of Star Wars and Coruscant. They're very populated in lots of buildings, lots of floating cars, if you will, that planet. The only thing that gets me sometimes with the MCU is that if the timekeepers are three different types of beings, you know, Loki calls them space lizards, why aren't there different species working for the TVA and instead of they're all human-like? That's a question for the MCU. The only one you can trust is yourself. I like it. Slap it on a t-shirt. I'm telling you, these guys are funny. I guess you gotta be in the right mood, though, too. So we see a, definitely a mixture of technology. We've got the old-style-looking Apple computer-type red globe that uses 35-millimeter tape like a cassette. And then we have the TVA screen with moving parts and almost 3D-like effects. Loki is a mischievous scamp and they talk about his escapes, which I think is part of Mobius's determination or investigation into, of course, finding the other Loki as to what he's doing. So if he can get more into Loki's head, figure out maybe the reasoning behind what he does, why he does what he does, and stuff like that, then they might have a better chance of finding the other variant that is doing pretty bad things. But we're shown a new clip of Loki being on a plane. Of course, there's a reference to Mr. Cooper. We all know that story or of course if you haven't about the actual person D.B. Cooper who had boarded a plane said he had a bomb and then collected a whole bunch of money and escaped and it's neat to see how they're kind of twisting this to make it look like it was Loki all along. Now the story of D.B. Cooper is also the catch me if you can was loosely based on. Now Loki didn't have to jump time to be in what looks like the 70s or possibly early 80s on this airplane. However, the Asgardian gods, of course, have lived hundreds and hundreds of years. They don't have to skip time. They just kind of live for centuries. Now, part of Loki's story as well as being, whether it's an anti-hero or however you want to do it. But when Mobius says that Loki was created to inflict pain and to cause problems, but yet to also be the reason why others assent to be the best of themselves, hence the Avengers. 
is just like I'm always saying too, that there's two sides to every coin. And there is also when one group or person ends up with too much tyranny or power that destroys others, there is always the opposite to meet it. Just like an action has a reaction, equal and opposite. Now Loki does what he's so good at, which is sleight of hand, and is able to escape himself out of the time theater, but yet he's, of course, still in the TVA. He finds Casey, who is the guy that was sitting at the circular desk with the inventory. He collects the Tesseract. Loki follows him into a dungeon-like office, and he learns that... There are multiple infinity stones, which are just sitting in a drawer. Casey tells him that some people use them as paperweights, and that is because magic does not work in the TVA. And since we are learning that there is a multiverse, meaning multi-universes of the same characters or timeline, that would explain how they were able to retrieve multiple infinity stones. Although, why didn't they grab them from Thanos to begin with? Oh, that just, this whole thing just kind of bothers me a little. Now, one thing is we see that Loki had picked up a green stone, which is just like the time stone, and he has the Tesseract in his hand. But we don't, we kind of hear some clinking, but we, I'm going to say we don't know for sure that he didn't keep it or that he didn't put it back. So we're going to leave that in a gray area, I'm sure, to be explained to us in later episodes. Loki watches more of his, I guess, future, although we kind of know it as the past, but whatever. They, so he ends up seeing more about his mother. He watches his father die. He watches his connection with Thor get a little bit better, and then he watches himself die as well. I mean, Tom Hiddleston is an amazing actor, and he's just able to fully bring all that emotion to his face without even saying a word, and a very emotional um, part of the show, but it's nice to see as well that Loki is kind of learning that there are consequences to his actions, and there is a lot going on outside of his control. And I think that's part of why he's trying to gain control is because he kind of feels lost. He probably feels a little unsure even about himself. Now, Loki also knows exactly who Thanos is because the Chitari worked for Thanos. And that's exactly what Loki used to take on Earth or New York City to be more specific but Loki already tried working for Thanos before so the fact that he saw exactly who kills him hopefully gives him some a little bit more information but I have a feeling we might be seeing Thanos again in this show mm -hmm. all right so Loki comes to self-actualization he says he doesn't really enjoy hurting people or killing people. And then we're taken to another time variant where another group of Minutemen, unfortunately, is burned to death. And we see a cloaked figure that we now know is Loki or a different version of him. 
But our regular Loki in the TVA jumpsuit jail wear, which, which did you notice the Velcro white shoes? Super cute. Totally jail worthy. Anyway, but that he's teaming up with Mobius and they're going to be going after another version of himself. That's the end until next week. Well, that's the end. Roll credits. Thank you for joining me on this podcast and be sure to follow Jace's Movies for more. I want to thank Google, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and more for some of the detailed facts mentioned in this podcast, though most of it comes directly from my crazy fangirl brain. Let me know of anything I might have missed, anything you'd like to discuss or have expanded. You can email me at jacesmovies at gmail.com or follow Jace's Movies on Instagram and Facebook. I hope you enjoyed this show and we'll see you at the movies.